blame like like problems or blaming on you or, or like I don't maybe like victimizing yourself or maybe I don't know blame man blame, blame in blame. all its capacities let's let's have it let's have a talk about that where it comes from where it goes where it takes you and yeah what what you can do to avoid it what do you guys think where do you think it comes from Marco sure now that's that's an interesting question and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start by saying. I've spent many times in my life blaming a whole lot of things and a whole lot of people for my circumstances. Um, and it really, it, it changed my life the moment that I started seeing blame as something that was really kind of like slow poison to me and to my development. Um, wow. Because, because you know, I think, I think Ronan, you were, you were starting to talk about this, like when we asked the question, where does it come from? Yeah. Um, it, it really comes from a problem, right? Um, I'm going to take it back a step. Problem or like a bad thing, yeah. Yeah, a problem like a bad thing. But I think if we even take it a step further or a step back, I think blame really comes from not being able to fulfill an agreement. Um, yeah. And I think that that really is what it comes down to. And um, you know, when you when you make an agreement with someone and you don't, you can't live up to that agreement in, in whatever capacity. Or yourself, even. Or yourself, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah. th there's there's a level of disappointment um, that comes into play. And for me, I think it's it's important to acknowledge that because I think we grow up in a society where uh, disappointing people uh, is is kind of frowned upon. So you know, it's like, oh, you can only say sorry so many times before you have to go like, no. But there's a reason. There's a reason for it. So it's it's kind of like a uh, you know blaming for me like it really starts where you can't fulfill an agreement with someone. And um, the second that blaming plays a part, I think the, the potential to actually resolve the situation is um, severely challenged. It's severely yeah. challenged because you can't, yeah. the second that you, you, you blame, you give away um, all the, the possibilities of you expressing power to actually resolve it. Um, like yeah. as an example, uh, like um, let's say, let's say I was late for the podcast. And then you blame us. And then, I, yeah, I blame it on like load shedding or I blame it on, um, you know, Elon Musk and all his tweets that, you know, Michael, you were talking about he's doing. <laughs> so there's so, many things, there's so many things I could blame. But at the end of the day, uh, I think the important thing is this, right? I could blame until the cows come home. But the truth is you guys don't want to hear all the stories. You just want to get on with it, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. for me, that, that's where I feel it comes from. Uh, what about you guys? I definitely. think you got it spot on, Marco. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Spot on. Especially when you spoke about, like, you know, um, sort of you're trying to figure out oh, why, why, why. You spend more time in trying to figure out who's wrong over here and uh, then actually solving the problem, which is a bigger thing than it actually is. Um, you know, the source of this just boils down to the problem or a mistake that someone or something made. And this creates a need to like push it onto others for some reason or to other factors as well. So like traffic or something like that, just yeah. to seem innocent in front of someone else or, but that just pushes you further away from the goal, which is to find a solution. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Michael, what's your take? Oh, geez. You guys said it all. There's like nothing left for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> well i want to i want to get into that the thing that ronan you said there you know it yeah. comes from it comes from a mistake right yeah. um, it comes from like either you know 
some in some way or form you couldn't meet the expectation and there was a mistake yeah. you didn't you didn't succeed and and from there i think that's so critical so i'm going to ask you guys like where where was the first time in your lives where you experienced that that moment where you wanted to blame because you made a mistake and you had to like kind of justify why the mistake was there um mm-hmm. through blame i mean can you guys re- relate on any of like your experiences uh i i can definitely find a lot like for example if i have a late assignment i probably yeah. blame on something like you know oh my computer wasn't working or something like that uh that's just an example of the top of my head that's a that's a pretty good one michael what about you um i'd say maybe like when i'm talking in class and then i blame it on like one of my friends <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting that both of you bring up school scenarios because you know i think i think blame is a is a huge part of school in terms of a lot of people spend a lot of time um, in that space of blame. And it's kind of like, I know teachers spend a lot of time going like, you know, justify yourself. Who, who is to blame for this? You know? And, and if, you can, if, you can, if you can blame elegantly enough, well, you know, chances are you're going you're gonna to come out the other side um, where, where the teacher's not going to get in your face. But it's, it's really interesting because, you know, in, in the real world, if you if you go about blaming people, you can only blame for so long before so, people start picking up your pattern and they start going, something's missing here. You know, like you said this, but this happened, and you people people begin to identify you as as a person that does blame, that is a victim, uh, and and eventually the the trust the trust that you have with people become begins to 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 be damaged, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. So I really I like what you said there on around you know mistakes because how often are we taught to actually acknowledge our mistakes and own our mistakes and go my bad I'm sorry guys that was me um, it's so much it's so much easier especially especially at school to go like well there's a reason for it because then you're not going to like lay into me and punish me yeah and that that whole thing about yeah. punishment is is so is so damaging behind blame. The reason why blame is so big is because the the, the punishments and the and the you know the the risk of actually coming out and saying, "Hey, it was my mistake. I'm sorry," is so big. Um, but I'd like I'd love to hear your your guys' take on on what I just said there. Yeah, uh, Michael, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, I say in school it's quite a big thing, like with. Uh, I don't know, but in my school, we get a thing called a, a debit. I don't know if other schools have that. Where if you get 12 of them, then you get uh, sent out. So that's oh. the <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> yeah. and, oh, it's quite scary. So I think you do whatever you can to not get one. And if blaming is one of the things you can do, you definitely... Do it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Ronan, can you relate to that? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, the thing that you said about relating it back to school is quite a, quite a, uh, it's quite a, a thing I agree with because at school you, uh, every person is determined by points and scores. And, um, you know, we as human, it's like literally human culture uh, to like punish other people for the problems that they create or cannot do. 
and this can be wrong as th this can stunt the solution from the person or and even damage them as for as their mental health like you know you can't do it you're because it's it's all your fault so you know it's not a really good thing people take the punishment of the problem and make it bigger make it a bigger deal than the solution to the problem and that's where they go wrong and that's what school really focuses on you know you we in our school we have the, this thing called demerits and we have these thing, this thing called merits and um, you as soon as you collect like 100 merits you'll get a chocolate which is like the let me oh, just tell <laughs> yeah, it might sound it might sound good, but trust me, the time it takes to get a hundred merits, yeah, it's not worth it. Um, and then also, in the same way, in demerits, if you do something bad, if you've missed your homework, um, you get punished, and you get if you get like ten demerits, like Michael said, you'd go to detention or something ha would happen to you like that. Um, but you know, definitely, it comes back to the factor that school or to the topic that school is just trying to be more like the common working system you know where people go go to their jobs every day uh, nine nine to five you know every morning they they work hard and then they'll get bonuses if they're lucky uh they work per hour you know everything is just set out very systematically which is not the best uh, place to be in especially for like for example if you want to learn and grow you cannot memorize and learn it from there you gotta really you know go according you gotta be good at problem solving and solving the issue at hand is more important than memorizing yeah sure i love That's that yeah. and and you know for me Ron, what you said that was so profound there was that um the finding out who was to blame is more important than what solution can we discover and yeah. when when that when that um when that finding out who's wrong well it, it's it's about pointing to who's wrong right and i think we live in a society where so many people are like obsessed with right and wrong yeah. that they kind of forget that we hear human beings are problem solvers right um and and what you talk about there i love it because when we become solution oriented and we, we live in a, in a society or a culture, or we even just create a, a, a friendship circle where like we become uh, solution oriented people, right? That's when things start to change. If you look at, um, there's, a, there's a company called 3M. Now 3M, 3M is one of those companies, they have, they have um, patents all over the place. In fact, if, yeah. they, if they actually marketed their patents, like if they put like, um, 3M the way like Intel does like Intel you know inside and all sorts of uh, they had to put stickers on everything the average person would see 3M 60 times a day wow. what is 3M? 3M look they do they do everything from like post-it notes to uh, machine mechanisms to what yeah. else Renan? like tape and things like that it's insane so, yeah. so the interesting thing about them is that they have a pretty inspiring um, uh philosophy behind what they do which is there is never a mistake they believe that there is never a mistake and the reason why they are so successful even though they kind of fly under the radar um, for the most part is that they everything that that their um, scientists uh, invent they keep whether it works or doesn't work the whole the whole um, the reason why post-it notes are so successful is because it was too it, it was a design on glue that didn't work the way it was meant to. Yeah. But 
They didn't throw it away. Someone from another department went, hold on a second, take me, the, the, you know that, that stuff that you made that didn't work? I, I really want something to stick a sticky note down here, but I don't want it to like make a mess. Mm. And they do that constantly, that, that there's innovation in their thinking, but it really comes down to the philosophy that there's not a mistake um, in anything that they do. And by doing that, by, by embracing the fact that everything is going to be useful, they just need to find something um, to create the use for it, you know, like link it in a different capacity to, to something else. They've been able to find solutions to, to products, the way, um, I mean, around the world that other people couldn't. So, you know, when you talk about blame in that capacity, that it's, we, we need to, we need to like take away the stigma of being wrong so that blame doesn't affect us. Um, the second that we, we're okay with being wrong, we, yeah. we're okay with being blamed for something. I mean, and, and that's, I think that's the, real, that, that's the real issue, right? No one likes to be blamed for something, and we kind of like fight it and all these things. But, of course, right, yeah. But I mean, like Michael, have you ever experienced a situation where you've been wrong and you're like, okay, I was wrong, let me do something about it? Other times. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Oh, what? No, no, I'm uh, done. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's it. So, so, yeah, for me, it's it's just that it's like we we're human beings. We are going to be wrong ninety five percent of the time. Um, Buckminster Fuller used to joke. He's, you know, it's like uh, we we have a we we don't have a right and a wrong foot. We've got a right and a left foot, and we're co constantly like kind of um, counter counter um, balancing as we move along. Right? It's one of those things. So. It's it's just it's really important to understand that we're not gonna we're not meant to be perfect, we're meant to be whatever we're gonna be, right? Um, so yeah. it's it's just really important to embrace the fact that we're gonna make mistakes, um, and if we if we are open to making mistakes, yeah, then we'll be okay, right? But yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about let's talk about where it leads because that that's quite an interesting one, right? Yeah. Um, so let's say like we embrace this whole idea of like, being wrong. Of blaming all these things, where where does it lead, Ronan? For you, like where does it lead? So I think blaming people will create more problems than it solves. To be honest, unless the uh, you're blaming someone who is actually completely responsible and cannot and can solve the issue at hand, um, you know. So some people also sometimes use blame to crush their competition or their opponent, which is an unethical thing thing to do. I read about this in the 48 Laws of Power. Uh, we actually, yeah. So this makes the other person look like the problem, which is not true. And it also ru ruins the reputation, which is a very big thing. Ruining the, your reputation is a very big factor in blame, especially if it's coming from another person. But accepting the fact that you did it, uh, the, did the problem in, at hand uh, would not only save a lot of time, but next time doing the same um in the, if you're in the same situation and you actually do it your reputation will not really be that damaged to be honest because you know the resources which is like which are like time or even resources outside which uh, which are actually um physical resources like money and cars and things like that can not can also um be wasted when you're figuring out okay it was this person it was this person why why are you trying to figure out just just see what the problem is get some person to fix it or just fix it yourself and there you're done because you know the, because i feel like a blame is more like a lie because you'll have to do 
a hundred things above that to cover it up. Yeah. That, so yeah, that's just my opinion. Okay. I, I like, and I like that, that it's, it, it kind of leads into, into that final piece um, that, that we're going to get into. And I think we'll, we'll save that piece because it's really, it's quite profound. It's quite simple. Um, but Michael, like for you, like in your, in your own experience, where, where has like, where have you noticed like blame lead people or like lead you personally? I think blame leads to laziness because then you start not caring if you do it right or wrong, because then even if you do it wrong, you can just blame it on someone else. Sure. That's pretty profound. And, and all of that becomes a, uh, it, it kind of becomes a habit, right? And that's where yeah. the, the laziness sets in. And um, it's, it's actually quite scary that, you know, people who are really good at blaming are probably really good communicators. But the mere fact that they're not actually, you know, like learning how to improve their communication um, actually leads them to never really use their, their abilities in a way that's effective. Uh, where, where they could, they could, they could be, they could use their powers for good, so to speak, right? So I love what you said there because just generally there's there's laziness all around us, right? And it's so important to um, to just acknowledge the fact that, hey, you know what? There, there will be times that we're lazy, um, but I think it's it's even more important to to go like, okay, cool. Yes, I'm in this moment. I'm being lazy, but how can I how can I you know shift that next time? You know, how can I not blame and, and, and kind of uh, kind of be solution-oriented in this? So, yeah, great, great point. Ronan, anything, uh, anything you want to add there? Yeah, no, definitely. I agree with Michael. It, can, it does lead to laziness at, at some point because if you keep on blaming uh, some things for it, like, and this leads to a long-term effect, by the way, um, again, coming back to your reputation, it's just destroying because... Yeah, again, it leads to you not completing the task and you're not learning or growing as a person. Sure. And again, there's the there's the saying that if you're not if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. And what are you growing? Say that again, Michael. So so I think it's, it's really important to just acknowledge that, that, you know, like if you're not learning, you're not growing. And if you're not learning, well, you know, you're not, you're not improving in any way. Well, you're kind of somewhere along the way, you're going to fall off and you're going to stagnate. Yeah. So I think that leads to the, to the final question that I have, like, how do we deal with this? How do we, if, if I'm the kind of person that's has spent like most of my life blaming and, and like today I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh damn, how do I stop doing this? Um, what advice would you guys give to people to, to actually go like, Hey, if you want to stop blaming, these are the steps that you follow. Um, probably st- start taking yourself accountable for the for the uh, wrongs that you've done, and look for ways to improve that. That's that's pretty cool. Okay, and when you say when you say hold yourself accountable, how how does someone go about holding themselves accountable? Uh Okay, jeez, uh, how do I say this? Um, uh, let's say I, I'm in my car, and I'm driving. It's a red light. There's a car right in front of me, and I go, and I'm on my phone. So I'm looking at my phone while driving, and I accidentally hit the car right in front. 
I could blame the car in front for not moving, right? But then it would be best to blame yourself for being on your phone. And then hopefully in the future, you won't be on your phone as much. Fair enough. Okay, that makes sense. What about, yeah. in, that, what about in that moment where you suddenly got to pay for someone else's car and like your insurance is going to nail you to the wall? Right, so there, um, there you need to own up and uh, <laughs> and tough luck. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, look, I'm 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 just I'm just playing devil's advocate here because right, yeah. it's, it's one of those situations where you know it's it's easy to talk about being responsible and taking accountability in the good times. It's those times though where like we're we're really we're pressed pressed up against the wall and we have to go like, oh man, this is me. Um, this is this is a situation I'm in. What am I going to do? Especially when there's so much riding on um, what you say next. And so so yeah, you, you know, you bring up a great point. And and I mean, I'll I'll throw in I'll throw in my two cents after after I hear from Ronan. But uh, it's it's a really great little analogy that you use there. Um, so Ronan, what about what about you when it comes to it? What 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 advice can you give to people when it comes to like you know avoiding blame? Yeah. So for Michael's situation, I would definitely recommend buying a Tesla. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I bought uh, Mr. Musk after. All this... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, so yeah, no, definitely. You know, you should own up, like Michael said, and you should always look at uh, so solving the problem more than dragging it on, and. You know, sometimes to blame yourself, it is a good thing. Not to overblame yourself, but sometimes to blame yourself, it is a good thing because it improves, uh, well, it improves uh, yourself. And reckon when you recognize the fact that you are being, you're blaming someone, you should just stop it. You should say, or you should actually help them. You should actually help them solve the issue uh, instead of just con continuously blaming them. Because at the end of the day, it's more important to find a solution. Because that's what will stop this uh, entire situation, you know. Um, yeah. Because blaming wastes a lot of resources, and the problem becomes bigger, which is what you're trying to avoid in the first place. Um, and again, it comes back down to you know, like let's say the time, for example, one of the factors is one of the most valuable factors in this situation. By blaming or passing the f fault onto others. This wastes a lot of time and the situation could have been resolved in, let's say, an hour. But now because of that, it took two. And just imagine the things that could have been done in that time. So definitely, like, it, it again, in leadership as well, leadership and management in business, you always need to, like, know when you're wrong or know when other people are wrong and help them fix it or help uh, or just fix it yourself. And then that's what it comes to. Man, I love that. Brilliant. So, and, and, and I, I like how you, you tied that in, right? Because, and you mentioned leadership there, and I think leadership is, is crucial because there's really two sides to blame. There are the people that blame, and then there are people that accept the blame and kind of perpetuate the blame. And you've got to be careful if you are, I mean, each one of us, we're a leader in some capacity, right? We lead some people. Um, we have people that we influence and if I'm going to be the kind of person that listens to people blaming and says, okay, guys, why did you do this? Who did this? Oh, yes. Why did you do this? Oh, 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 oh. And I listen to what they say and I go, okay, fine. 
that just kind of reinforces the cycle of blame. Yeah. So there's really two sides of it where we've got to, we've got to acknowledge like personally where we blame uh, and do something about that and go, you know what? Okay. I'm going to take responsibility for it. Cool. Um, and then the second side is, you know, the, or the other side really is when people give us um, excuses and they blame other people, we need to stop it and go, I'm not interested in the blaming. I want to know how you're going to make this better. I want to know, like you said, how we're going to fix this. Yeah. How we find a solution to it. And we, the second that we do that, we shift away from this culture of creating a, like a, just this perpetual blame cycle. We move to the space of like, oh, you mean it's not broken? You mean it's not the end of the world? Oh, we can actually go and fix it now. So for me, I think that's, that's a very critical piece. I think the second piece is when it comes to, if, if you are finding yourself blaming, I think the best thing that you can do for yourself is just like surrender, um, just, just openly surrender to what will come next and go and say, look, it was me. I messed up. Um, how do I make this better? So it, it really doesn't have to be hard, but man, it takes a lot of bravery. It takes a lot of bravery to, um, to take that level of responsibility. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it's actually, you know, we can actually relate it back to this podcast itself. Like at the start, we had a lot of issues like recording and then publishing. <laughs> all of the big mistakes. Like, and it was a big mistake. Now we're growing. Yeah, exactly. So now we've got a nice fairly decent podcast um and you know it's finally out so that's a good thing out in your nearest cinema (laughs) (laughs) well if if cinemas exist in the near future after after everything we've experienced this 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 past like this past year right (laughs) but conversation for another podcast (laughs) yeah yeah definitely conversation for another podcast it'll shoot up (laughs) (laughs) so i i like what you said ronan because it ties into yeah, it, it ties into the fact that we, um, you know, this podcast, we, we didn't blame, we, we, at no point along the journey did we blame people when like things were like not really working. We were like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try it this way. Oh, that didn't work. Let's try it this way. Oh man, it's so, it's such a mission trying to, to, to edit these podcasts separately. Let's just try and use a platform that works. And eventually we've come to kind of like a process that works. And the process itself is kind of like, if I can relate it, the process itself is a series of behavior that we like kind of look at and we go, oh, that's objectively, we go, it works, it works. And there's nothing, there's nothing to blame any, for, for anything because it kind of, it's working. Um, the second that it stops working, we can go and analyze it and go, oh man, you know, like what didn't work there? And if it was maybe something I did, I would have go like, sure. Okay, sorry guys, I'll, I'll correct it. If it's one of you guys that something happened, well, we fix that, right? But I think the key is that, you know, you know, based on the discussion that we've had it's to be open enough to go like man i am i am a human being who will be wrong many times i've made a mistake and i'm willing to fix it um being solution oriented and then at the same time giving other people the opportunity to become solution oriented by not um letting them give you stories and blame other people for those things so yeah, I mean, for me, those are the key points that I'm taking away. What about uh, I'm going to ask each of you, but like Ronan, what Ronan did first? Like, what are the key takeaways that you'll take from uh, today's podcast? Definitely the fact that um, blaming can lead to laziness, like how Michael said, the repetitiveness. Because there is a, li- a line of um, there is a line where you cross where it goes from okay, I made a mistake to no, I'm doing this every day. I don't care. 
um again also what you you said about blaming and owning up and you know finding what's who's wrong and finding the problem at hand is actually more important than the blaming people so yeah that's what i take away brilliant yeah brilliant michael what about you um i th- i take away that you should own up to your mistakes you should own up and see what you've done wrong and then and then grow from that yeah <laughs> brilliant. brilliant i love that well guys another great uh, another great insightful session um on life explained really talking about some some critical issues especially today uh, around blame um if you're listening to this I, we, we hope you get value from some of the ideas shared uh, and we will be back soon with another episode of life explained always and if you guys have any topics that you guys want us to discuss, you can DM us on Instagram. And yeah, we'll get yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Awesome, guys. Awesome hanging out with you. Catch you soon, okay? Cheers, gents. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for the recording. Bye.